This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Oh, hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I mean, you're just going to replace me. Shut up! Miranda Morales, the biggest slut in the Western Hemisphere. Why do I have to have a buzzer? You are now and will forever be an asshole. Because it's my show. And I love you, Greg. You guys know how to party. You're welcome. What is up? A beautiful, it's kind of cold actually. Tuesday, oh, it's, it's warming up. It was unseasonably cold recently. Tuesday evening, Tuesday, January the 16th for historical references, 2024. Greg DeMarco show with Greg DeMarco and Patrick Redout. In a bit of a time crunch today, so much so. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes and you better make it good. We got three minutes. Now. It'd be hilarious. It'd be the fastest podcast ever. We just went straight. It's to cold, huh? It is cold. It's very cold. Yeah. Yeah. I'm What's sure. it there? Uh, we're actually a balmy 22 as compared to the Midwest. It's like negative know, one. Yeah, destroyed. Negative three. Tunny, Tunny on Sunday when we were recording bandwagon nerds, I think it was negative, negative one at time of recording. And that was the high for the day. So it's currently 50. We're not those guys. It's currently 58 degrees right now. Tonight's overnight oh, low is 42. So we're going to be into the 70s later in the week, though. So, Oh, thank yeah. goodness. It's going to be back to the way it's supposed to be. But we are like here, night. Greg DeMarco, at Greg DeMarco 404, Patrick O'Dowd, at Wrestling Realist. Join the bots. Go follow him at W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You did not hear wrong. There is, in fact, no I in wrestling, but there is one in realist, just like there is one in Patrick, and there is one in friend for the best friend. There is one in robotics for, for, for the bots that are following him. Uh, there is one in Twitter, which it's no longer known as anymore. Um, Ex-Twitter. There, there is not one in Maharaja, but we'll talk about that. Nor is there one in Repackaged, but we'll talk about that, too. I just, Look at, we're just gonna, you're just you're just laying out the whole show laying Look out the whole it. show off the premise of whether or not it has an eye in it because that's what we do that's, that's what happens when you've been podcasting for 13 years or however long it's been you can just off randomly ramble off shit hey man you, you don't you don't often on anything it's just 13 years that's it's, fair that's you fair. started in 2011 it's now 2024 it's a 13 year journey that we have been on it's a three-hour with, tour. With a couple with a couple of hiatus yeah, hi, hi, in podcasting, hi, hi, is, some podcasts have seasons. Wrestling doesn't have seasons, but you know, we, we we just we had off seasons. It's fine. There you go. Yeah, we we had we had a couple of lengthy off seasons, but yeah, it's been a uh, dude. It's been so long since. I mean, it's been two weeks. Like, I, I gave AEW another try. I'm sorry, dude. I, I texted you. I I I watched. <laughs> Like I tried, guys. Like I really tried, and I, I I watched right after the big reveal of Adam Cole. Uh, yeah, as it wasn't good. And 
And, and, I, and I watched this episode where he like explained what he did. And I was like, okay. Then, um, then I watched the debuting Mariah May, this much hyped uh, debut. And how she, you know, she loves Tony Storm and she like is following in her footsteps and she idolizes Tony Storm. So they asked Tony Storm about her, and Tony Storm's like, I don't like whatever, she's I'm leaving, and like completely dismisses Mariah with May. And it's like, oh, story. And then Mariah wins her match, only to be like beat up by Deanna Parazzo, who was making her debut for the company. And I just can't help but feel that in this upcoming match between Deanna Parazzo and Mariah May, like we've already taken the girl that we've hyped up or the woman that we hyped up as being this big debut, crushed it. Now she's going to take her on and it's either going to be a non-finish or she's losing. And for her sake, I hope it's the non-finish because that's the less bad of the two bad options because she's already not a big deal. In my opinion, dismissed by her idol, beat up by her idol's next challenger and about to lose her idol again. Good job. Everything wrong with, Good job. How Tony Khan books women's wrestling. Good job. You just there's Big only so much time up. on TV when you only dedicate one match per week to women. And, and then you sign a Deanna Parazzo. This is what's gonna happen. Mariah May is a right. side character of a main character. She's you know, she she's she's puss in boots and, and she's not Shrek. And like that's what's right. you know gonna happen. So, so. So that all and all that did, Greg, was cause me to turn off AEW and watch shitty bowl game football. Because which I watched the Bulls, the Bulls and, were not great it. this year. The Bulls were not great. Yeah, Congrat- your Hokies won, right? Did they By a lot. Game? Yeah, they destroyed Tulane. So yeah. Tulane won went away from the the you know, probably the Fiesta Bowl that I went to. Um not a lot of people went to that Fiesta Bowl. Um, plenty, plenty of seat to be had for, for Oregon versus Liberty in the Fiesta Bowl, but oh, still yeah, that a was fun, brutal. Fun experience Liberty's, to be at the Fiesta Liberty Bowl. scored that scored that one touchdown though, and it was like, uh oh, I know, right? Scored like, early, and then that, yeah, that, 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 we're like, oh, this Oregon might be a like, game. No. no, it wasn't a game, but it was fun. It's a good experience to get to go to a uh, uh, you know. Good. Major bowl game, you get to go to the Fiesta Bowl and have decent seats, have a good time, and yeah, nice. Well, well, well done. Definitely enjoyable. So, so what's on your wrestling mind? So, let's. Here's what I want to start with. Right, no shocker to anybody that I want to talk about Jinder Mahal. Right, my no. modern day Maharaja showed back up a few weeks ago, and 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 The Rock. You know, came out and of course, you know, dressed gender down and, and then said he wanted, you know, he wanted to eat, get some food. And should he sit in a booth? Should she eat at the bar? Should he eat at the bar or should he sit at the head of the table? And now everybody's going crazy. My favorite meme is is the Cody Rhodes saying, I have to finish the story. And the rock chimes in with shut up, bitch. And it's just great stuff because, you know. Rock ain't coming back to work Australia. So it's, it's Roman's not even advertised for Australia people. Like I know you're, you're hopeful that Cody's going to finish the story and, and Cody's going to finish the story. Just not when you want him to finish it. It, it, It's, and I don't think Cody was ever finishing the story at WrestleMania 40 because why not do it at 39 then? Cause you're not breaking Hogan's record either way. So, or not breaking Hogan's record. It's not a record, but passing Hogan on the all-time list for Roman to become third, third all-time. We've, we're going to have plenty of weeks to talk about that. But the crux right. of this conversation is the other guy in that promo, Jinder F. Mahal. Because Jinder came out there and did what Jinder always does. He did his job. Remember WrestleMania 33, Patrick Goodout? I called a push for Jinder. The reason why I called a push for Jinder was because he went out there and he made Rob Gronkowski look like a million bucks when Mojo Rawley won the Andre, the Royal Giant Memorial Battle Rumble, as PC Tunney would say. And and I said, oh, they're going to push Jinder. I didn't think they were going to push him to the world title. But once he won the six-way to get the world title match, I was all in. 
Had to pick Jinder to win. Of course, Jinder does. Jinder will forever be known as a former WWE champion in a quarter when they hit financial records at the time, by the way, for profitability, even though people like to talk about how bad of a champion he was. But Jinder, he also has been United States champion since then. He's had an up and down career. So, so Jinder, the week after he shares the ring, ring with The Rock, and, puts, and I said, they're going to push Jinder again. I said that when it happened because he did his job. Jinder does job. Jinder gets pushed. That's what happens. Now, I'm not saying they were going to push Jinder to the world title. Sure enough, what do they do? The next week, Jinder's <laughs> in a promo with Seth freaking Rollins, bringing up all sorts of history. I forgot Jinder and Seth were in the finals for the first NXT championship. I think a lot of other people did as well. Sets up a world title shot for Jinder Mahal against Seth Rollins. And really nobody thought Jinder was going to win. If we did picks for that one, like we did picks for Jinder versus Randy Orton, I would not have picked Jinder Mahal to win. If we did who should win and who would win, I might have tossed a who should win the way of Jinder Mahal. Just because I'm me, and that's what I would have done. But they had the match, and of course, Seth Rollins won and retained. Maybe he's injured. Maybe he's not. We don't know. And of course, it sparked all sorts of controversy because Tony Khan didn't understand why Jinder deserved the title shot. And, and we're not here to talk about Tony Khan. All right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull a cage match. Who who just released a statement today saying that they weren't going to allow AEW comments on WWE matches and WWE comments on AEW matches. So cage match doesn't even want to be part of this bullshit that Tony Khan's doing. By the way, mm. all credit to cage match. He's like, dude, we just want to have a wrestling database. All right, we we don't want your right. your garbage, Tony Khan. Because I think cage match is like you should not be citing us as a reason your company's doing well. Um. <laughs> or a German website that that is just lets people vote on wrestling and is a database of history. That's it. Um, yeah. The, the the highest the the most people that have voted on an episode of Dynamite, by the way, two hundred and forty nine. I looked it up. That's what Tony Khan is basing his his strength of booking on. Not yeah. the millions of people that watch wrestling. Two hundred forty nine voters on KJH. Most of them have a hundred to one hundred and fifty voters for their show. Right. So, anyway. So they have a fervent fan base. Yeah, right? Exactly. It's, Cage Match yeah. knows what they are. Right. Cage Match knows what they are. Jinder knows what he is. The only people who don't know what they are is Tony Khan and AEW. Everyone else knows what they are. And and that's and, and Tony Khan focus on your own company. It's all been said over the past few weeks. But here's what I want to talk about, Patrick O'Dowd. Today, an article came out at TJR Wrestling. And the headline reads as follows. Now, I, I've t- I, I know John Canton, TJR stands for the John Report. Talked to him plenty. He, he sold the website to ITR Wrestling, which is inside the ropes. And, and I'd love to take John to task over some of his headlines because they're horrible. Uh, he doesn't write them. He still writes for the site, but but he's not. Um, I think he's just a writer now, maybe an editor. But but he's not responsible for the things that I'm complaining about. Um, including there was a recent headline, Patrick O'Dowd, that says current AEW wrestler is a, is a favorite to win the Royal Rumble. That was the headline that a current AEW wrestler is a betting favorite to win the Royal Rumble. The current AEW wrestler was MJF, who is, is in a multi-way tie for seventh in the odds to win the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah. He's a favorite. He's not even the top 20% of the odds of winning the Royal Rumble. In no way does that make you a favorite, but that was the headline. Makes you he, He's a favorite to win the Royal Rumble. And there's been others. And, and it's always Lyle. It's always Lyle Kilbane, by the way, who writes these articles. And I Lyle. even commented. I'm like, I bet it was Lyle. And then I go back and read the article. Sure as fuck, it's Lyle. It was Lyle. So here's this headline. This is not a bait and switch headline or, or clickbait headline at all. It's it's, it's a very accurate headline. WW, well, they, they put the important part at the end, but still. WWE didn't trust Jinder Mahal for Raw title match, says Dave Meltzer. I don't know if you've seen this, Patrick. I didn't send it to you. Well, actually, I'm on the page now. WWE didn't trust Jinder Mahal for Raw title match, says Dave Meltzer. Now, the only reason why I'm talking about them at all is because they have the quote from Dave Meltzer. And that's what's most important here. So here's the quote from Dave Meltzer. Or, Or do you have it up and do you want to read it? Uh, I'm hearing, I, I, I've got it right here. Okay. It's it. It starts with, I tell you what. Yeah. All right. I tell you what, with all the talk they had about that, 
They sure did not trust Mahal to do a wrestling match. I've never seen so much smoke and mirrors. The match was Drew McIntyre and Damian Priest fighting, constant interference, and everything to distract you from it. Is the, is he go on below no, this picture? No, that's it. The, the, right. Below the yeah. ad, right. there is no more. There is no more quote. So, 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 of course, you know. Now, I don't know if he attributed WWE's distrust in Jinder Mahal to Tony Khan's criticism. He may have during the show. I have no idea. So, Dave Meltzer would lead you to believe that because WWE had interference from Drew McIntyre and Damian Priest, as well as interference from Indushare. That they didn't trust Jinder Mahal. Patrick O'Dowd, do you remember the match when Jinder Mahal won the WWE Championship from Randy Orton? Uh, there was tons no, of interference from, yes. from the right. Singh Bros, uh, the former Bollywood right. boys. Randy, the famous gif of Randy Orton dropping one on the table and wincing at how he destroyed that poor Bollywood boy is famous. That comes from that match. And then the other one interfering led to the coloss that led to Jinder Mahal becoming WWE champion. Indushare runs with Jinder Mahal. Of course they would help him. No one thought that Seth Rollins was going to lose. If you're Triple H, you want people to buy into the match and suspend disbelief and think, oh my God, Jinder can win. Especially Triple H who loves to work the internet fan base. How do you make them think that Jinder's going to win? With outside interference. And then and Drew McIntyre and Damian Priest fighting. Damian Priest just tried to cash in during day one Raw. When when right. Seth Rollins was... Ca- and guess who stopped him? Drew McIntyre! Like, this is nothing <laughs> new. This is the same storyline that we've been seeing ongoing between Drew McIntyre and the Judgment Day. But yet, for some reason... WWE didn't trust Jinder Mahal. Now, here's the one thing I will say. I don't think nowhere in these four lines does Dave Meltzer tell us that he was told this. It's no, just his observation his from opinion. the match. But the headline makes you think that there is insider information that WWE didn't trust. Just by saying Dave says Dave Meltzer. It it eliminates the opinion from it and makes it a matter of fact until you get all the way down to to the quote itself. So there is that, but um, that's what just struck me. It's a heel fighting the babyface champion for a championship. The heel that nobody thought was going to win. Nobody, right? Yeah, I, this whole. This whole dust up over Jinder Mahal is is adorable, and and I don't. Um, how do I say this? The people that are that are doing this are are are, are the same people we bitch about week after week after week after week. Like they're always going to do it. Yeah. The, the, these are the same people who want to create this idea that. Anybody in like any fan of the WWE that that knows anything about what's going on and the stories that are being told would believe in a million years that Jinder Mahal was just vaulted to the top sight unseen to win the WWE world title or have a chance at it. And and this this really lends itself into that whole question that, that people seem to have of who belongs where. Uh, and who they think should belong where, because the other part of this that we're not saying is these people that are rattling off this opinion by by spouting off thoughts that that in either imply or you believe to be uh, lack of faith in the WWE and Jinder Mahal is really just you trying to project what you think of where Jinder Mahal should be within the context of the WWE programming and you don't, whether it's Dave or the person who miss, you know, who manipulated Dave, you know, manipulated a headline to, to quote Dave, like it's, it's really about where you seem to think that Jinder Mahal should be as opposed to where he is. And he's not, he, he's not going to be wrestling the main event for wrestling. He'll, he'll be no. in the elimination chamber. He probably will. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think he will be. I think he'll be in the elimination. He might. Chamber. Yeah, it wouldn't uh, shock me. I bet he's in the Rumble. Right, he'll be in the Rumble. I think he might have he, even declared for it by now. But yeah, of course he's going to be in the Rumble because he's 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 got a spotlight on him right now. Yeah, he's a made man. He's a former WWE champion. Yes, it was six years ago. Nick Aldis tweeted telling him that SmackDown's a land of opportunity, which was the whole gimmick that got Jinder his title shot against Randy Orton in the right. first place. Like. It's part of WWE canon. It's part of WWE lore. It's forever in the history of WWE. I, hey, I don't know well, why that's so hard to here's understand. The other, here's the other side of it. Because I, I, when I think about this, I, I always I compare this to other guys that the WWE, I think, elevated to the same level as Jinder Mahal that people think were, were, were more deserving of being pushed further and higher. Like Adolph Ziggler, for example. Like, in my opinion, Jinder Mahal and Dolph Ziggler, their their peaks in the company are about the same in how the company wanted to use them and did use they them. They really are. But the fandom loves them some Dolph out, outside of the of the old WWE and feel right. like he was like pushed down and held down and, and was much maligned and never got the chance that he deserved. And the life was terrible. It was so terrible for Nick that he kept collecting checks forever until he was fine with no longer collecting checks. And now he's working over in TNA and New Japan. He made an appearance and he'll do some things. And he's going to make good money doing whatever the fuck he wants because he can. And he never really cared as much as you seem to care, uh, noble internet wrestling uh, genius, uh, that, 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 that he was never – like he's not – he's not the – the Seth Rollins level. Of course not. He's not, he's not. And he, he, he never was going to be. And I, and we had a Ziggler tracker. So we like did. we, we, we loved him too. And then we saw that it was what it was going to be. And we, and we, when, when Kofi Kingston be. won the WWE championship at WrestleMania, Dolph Ziggler showed up and, and, and we had the famous soundbite where he said, it should be me. Is that over and over right. again? It should be me. And Dolph got like two title shots against Kofi during that time frame. No one pointed out that Dolph didn't deserve it. But from yeah. a kayfabe wins and loss standpoint, Dolph didn't deserve it. Right? If right. Mustafa Ali, instead of getting released, had gotten pushed to a world title shot against Seth Rollins, and maybe he did have one against Seth Rollins. I don't even know. No one would have complained. Mustafa wouldn't have deserved it from a kayfabe wins and losses perspective either. No, no, no. If Chad Gable did, he's got some wins, but I guarantee you over the same time frame, two years that everybody was looking at Jinder Mahal's two wins, Chad Gable has a losing singles record, wouldn't deserve a world title shot. No one would have complained about it because they no. love those guys. Here's And here's the reason why. Because if all those people got a title shot, it's kind of like what you said. WWE would be putting them where the fans think they belong, above where they really are. Well, the W well, well basically the fans think gender should be below where he really is, and WWE put him right. above where he really is. Too many and then Tony Khan said something about it, so of course that even fueled it even more. Too too many people are hung up on three man band gender Mahal. But not three-man band Drew McIntyre. No. And that's that's the problem. That's when the people problem. think Drew's doing the best work of his life, and I think his promos right. still suck. Because I don't yeah, like boring. Drew McIntyre. He, he is, he's not Drew, believable. Drew, Drew doesn't make me believe him, ever. He's, and, and that's the thing. It's like He's I, one like, step above Karrion Cross for me. But he's right. better in the ring. Yes, and, and that's the thing is, yes, there's clearly talent there, but yeah, he is oh, not, God, yes. I, I don't find him, I want him to be compelling, uh, like, I keep hearing, like, the internet tells I, me I want, he's compelling, yeah, I, and yet I don't, I don't, but see, I'm not compelled, I, I see the work, the work is good in the ring, like you yeah. said, like, he can work, but he doesn't, he doesn't I, make been, me really you know feel this. anything, when he when he's trying to get me to feel something, when he won the Royal Rumble, and or even won at WrestleMania, and he's cutting his promos in, in the, the Thunderdome, I started complaining about Drew McIntyre because I hated his promos because he's like Bianca Belair, what the great match, and I, what, what are you talking about? Like 
he became like this company guy and like I just right. needed him to be this badass. And he's still I still don't know if he's a babyface or a heel. And and in some and for some people that works. You know me. Like I don't need everybody to be baby faces and heels. I think I need Drew to be one or the other. Right. Because it kind of, it just kind of feels like he's twisting in the wind a little yeah, bit. It like, just feels like he, he he's like you said, he's wishy washy. None of he, us are like, all the way good or all the way bad, but these are also TV characters, and I think you need a mix right. of all. But of them. but you look at it. You look at a character who's truly in the middle and can and, and kind of float either way. Though we know clearly what he is at all times. Like even when he's switching back and forth, we know who the Miz is. Yeah, right? we know who Kevin Owens like, is. Right, and so that's the problem with McIntyre is that we don't know who he is. And what he's what he's trying to be, other than I'm really frustrated because I can't win the world title. Like, okay, but then you do a good guy thing, then you do a bad guy thing, then you do a good guy thing, then you do a bad guy thing, and it it doesn't really make you a loose cannon. It doesn't really make you stone cold Steve Austin. It makes us very confused about Drew McIntyre. That's what it makes us. Exactly. Um, if you're going to be a tweener, I should still be able to know who you are in terms right. of what your character is. I don't know what a Drew McIntyre have, have an ethos, man. Have an ethos. Yeah, he does not. Like CM Punk, CM Punk's calling out Cody Rhodes next week. That's a heel right. thing to do from a very babyface yep. CM Punk right now. Is what it is. Dominic Mysterio, very much a heel. Very much a heel. That's the other be. thing I want to talk about right now. So, so before okay. we go to commercial, and I want to touch on it briefly, and then we're going to go to the list. Our truth in the Judgment Day. Brilliant, <laughs> right? You can't even think about it without laughing. That's not what I want to talk about, okay? Sorry. I've made this comparison before, and they continue to further go down that road. The Judgment Day is just the bloodline. And the part of Sami Zayn is now being played by R-Truth. Like, right. that's what oh, we're yeah. doing 1, here. Yeah. The part of Roman Reigns is being played by Rhea Ripley. And and we've got the Usos and we've got it's it's you know there's one more member because they already had five members of the Judgment Day before our truth came along because JD McDonough although he's not really a member if you ask our truth because he lost a lose leaves Judgment Day match to a guy who's not even in the Judgment Day but and then you've got Finn Balor tweeting that our truth starting to rub off on him like this is the Sami Zayn story all over again right to the point where. If Damian Priest catches in that briefcase at some point, you could do our truth versus Damian Priest for the World Heavyweight Championship on a B level pay per view. People would eat it up. And people would, would be so behind our truth. You could give our truth the Mick Foley Mankind beats the Rock on Raw title win, and people would go crazy for it. And here's the thing Ronnie would deserve it. Like, yes, you does. couldn't say he couldn't. And everybody's like, oh, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. Dude's been a Hall of Famer for over a decade. That doesn't matter. But now it's even better. It's it's funny because I just realized that our truth could have been on the list. Absolutely. Yeah. Because K-Quick. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. That was a thing. We'll, um, we'll talk about it. But the Judgment Day is the bloodline. So much. Yeah, Absolutely. The, and, and, but it, I love it's the bloodline, but it's not the bloodline. Like Rhea Ripley, you talked about Rhea Ripley's the Roman Reigns, yet the way she's leading it, like she leaves them a lot more than than Roman did at the start. True. Like like she did she, did she appear with the whole group in yeah. front of the audience audience? Because I don't remember. I don't know the last time they've done the whole, all five of them in the ring at the same time. Well, now six because with... she came out by herself. Yeah. Um, and did her and did her promo there because she had her thing with Becky Lynch. But like, I don't, I didn't watch all of Raw, but I definitely was like, oh, she's not here. And, and again, the, the Judgment Day had three, well, technically four. I mean, if you if you follow the rules, like, you know, right. there, there were apparently four members there. Uh, it's 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 fun and it's a great way to do it, and they're doing it in such a different way, um, where like you've got Damian Priest trying to use our truth delusion delusional attitude to his advantage you got like you said you got finn balor commenting that he's rubbing off a little bit like there's, Boy, there's a mean, lot of good stuff going on. they even put our truth like in the in the floating graphics that they do like right. as dressed up as one of the the, the druids like it's just amazing like, what they're doing with our. I want amazing. one of those shirts that that our truth is wearing now. Like I that that is the <laughs> and, and the shirts the don't line. have JD McDonough. 
Like right. it's just so well done. And and just it's so good. It, it really is so I actually good accidentally just called it the bloodline. See? Bad. Like it's 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 it really is, but it's great. I, I love it. Even if it were a parody of the bloodline, it would be so perfectly done. So we're gonna go to commercial, we're gonna come back and, and do the list that we've been talking about with the caveats and, and we'll figure things out. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Acknowledge me. You just made the list. So this week's list comes courtesy of the wrestling realist Patrick O'Dowd. Now, Patrick, tell us what the list is because I've got a couple questions. So the list as we settled on it was we decided to call it repackaged wrestlers or wrestling repackages. Right. Uh, I mean, because when I said it, I was like repackaged gimmick or repackaged wrestlers were kind of the two. And I was going to push the envelope to outside of wrestlers because you could go with TNA, but I'm not. I'm sticking to wrestlers. No, I wanted it to be about people. I really did want it to be a person. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll explain because nine times out of ten, when I come up with a list anymore, it's because of because uh, I'm thinking of somebody specific that then leads me to think that that might be a good list idea. Yeah. And so you know, one of my options, the one of the, the names on my list, the first name I wrote on my list is the person that made me think of this, and and it really does come from. And if you have other questions, like somebody who. And it doesn't all like it doesn't necessarily have to be for better or for worse, but we've named right. a lot of people like repackaging in wrestling happens all the time with wrestlers and with gimmicks. Sometimes a gimmick name stays the same, but it gets repackaged. That was my way. question. Does the name uh, have to change? Can it be the same no. person? Can, can they know? I have two like, of those. On like my when list. Saba Simba showed up in WWE, and I'm assuming you're not going with Saba Simba on your list. No. It got to the point where they were like, yo, that's Tony Atlas. Like, like they, that was a whole, he was repackaged, but it was still Tony Atlas. So it's okay if, if it's not a completely different, if it's not supposed to be a completely different human being. Right. Not at all. So like, like all of the names on my list, um, were either somebody who experienced like a radical gimmick change that, that like. That was was like a repackaging in some way, shape, or form. That and I tried to do ones that felt sort of abrupt, right? Not necessarily not. And a couple of these were gradual, like yeah. and they happened over time. But a couple of these, like there's a guy who's a he's not a Hall of Famer yet, but he's going to be a Hall of Famer that got repackaged multiple times before he hit a big, like on my list. Like there, and but there's others that the gimmick itself was repackaged but and it, it doesn't like have to be within the same company because you already well no yeah it can be separate yeah, companies yeah okay sure okay, like gotcha. yeah however you want to to repackage mine all were repackaged within the same company i think mine might end up being but anything. there's definitely one that i could put on my list that's that's on the short list may not make the three that is not from the right. same company so does that help clarify kind of what we're it doing? It does. And, and we're going we're gonna to talk about them because we'll have to explain them anyway when we name of our course. first picks. So. All right. That, so Patrick's list, that means I get to go first. We will take turns putting the six on the list. Then we will take a break and then we'll put them in order, hopefully before I have to leave because um, I don't know when the text is coming. And we will make it all happen. So let's get started. You just made the list. So my number one isn't necessarily – the number one, but to me, it's the most jarring example that exists. Okay. And that is when Johnny Nitro 
became the ECW champion, the WWE ECW champion, as Johnny Nitro left the ring with a title over his shoulder as Johnny Nitro, and then on the very next episode of television, showed up as John Morrison. Still the ECW champion. Now, of course, we always joke Johnny Nitro Morrison Mundo, like he's got a million different names and he's run with it. But to me, that was the most jarring change. Like Johnny Nitro was generic Nitro wrestler on purpose because Bischoff named him Johnny Nitro and then became John yep. Morrison, literal ripoff of the Doors lead singer and, and made a whole career out of it. But to me, that shift was the most jarring. It literally happened after he was the top champion of a specific promotion, that being WWE CW. So that's my first item on the list. Okay. Uh, I, my first name on the list will be the name that made me think of this list in the first place. Um, and it actually is an AEW talent. Um, and I'm going to use an old episode of ours to talk about why this happened. Um, because, and this is going to be controversial to you, AEW fans. Tony storm was just a, was just a gal in my opinion when I watched her. Timeless Tony Storm. I think she might be a woman, dude. Like, of all the things I watched out of that, that worked and that held. And that repat and it, it it was, yeah, it was a little bit of a gradual shift, like over a month, a month and a right. half. But but this transformation from what Tony Storm was to what Tony Storm is now is frankly my favorite thing out of my limited time watching AEW and made me like looking at that gimmick from the shift to black and white to the channeling of classic movie actresses to the way she is with everyone around her. I like, I feel like she found her thing and I feel like it's, it is elevating her to being more than, more than just a gal. And so timeless Tony storm. I agree wholeheartedly. Like, like I'm, I'm not as in on, I don't love the character as much as others do, but I love her performance of the character and the presentation of the character and all of that. I think it's very well done and they deserve all the credit in the world. And she deserves all the credit in the world for doing it and doing it in the way that she does. I I have like 14 different ones running through my head right now. I'm trying (laughs) to pick the best one to do. And I had one that was perfect and then I lost it. Um, and I'm trying to remember which one I wanted to use. And it's bothering me now that I can't figure out which one it is. Um, oh, oh, of course. Now I know it. Now I know what it is. Patrick O'Dowd, you and I, for years, would travel up and down the East Coast and fell in love with a company called Ring of Honor. And one of the many gimmicks in that company, we had, of course, you know, the Claudio Castagnolis and, of course, the Milano Collection ATs. But one of the most popular and and really caught on with the fandom was a gentleman by the name of El Generico. Mm. And and lore would have it that when El Generico left Ring of Honor, he, he went back to the orphanage in Tijuana and died in a fire. But right around that same time, Sami Zayn showed up in NXT. And, of course, we know the famous story. Greg's driving a van with Ring of Honor talent around in Phoenix, picking them up, having to stop you know, from the hotel to a CVS to the venue. All these people are getting off, including the guy in a rugby shirt, wearing glasses with red hair and a red beard. And I'm like, who the hell is that guy? And Patrick's like, that's El Generico. Now I would recognize him because he looks like Sami Zayn. But that transformation is one because he's one of now his mask was very open between the eyes and the mouth. Yep. So he could tell a story with his mask very well. Um, and, and that helped, you know, Ray Mysterio again, his mask is very open. It's very easy for him to give emotion through his facial expressions. But um, one of the best performers in the world today, very beloved by so many fans, Sami Zayn, of course, starting as El Generico. And that's the third entry on the list. Oh, boy. There's a lot. There is a lot that can still go on this list. Okay. I'm going to do this one because this one, like this guy was going to be a Hall of Famer no matter what, but then this this 
gimmick change, again, took him to a place that in a million years we would have never imagined when Justin Hawk Bradshaw appeared in the WWF as part of the um, the new Blackjacks. Because uh, he was Blackjack Bradshaw. He was just Bradshaw as part of the, the APA. And then one day. It was an overnight is, thing, yeah. And the next day, ding, 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 ding. A Texan comes walking out of a big old limo with his hat and his fancy suit. And we no longer had John Bradshaw. We no longer had Bradshaw. We had John Bradshaw Layfield, better known as JBL. And the unlikeliest of lengthy title careers that anyone would have ever imagined when he won that world title, he went from, oh, he'll be a transitional champion to he transitioned, championed that thing for a year plus uh, and owned it every step of the way and solidified his Hall of Fame credentials with that game. And put over John Cena at WrestleMania. Yep. So uh, definite great. And, and literal was an overnight. You know, went from – I, I, I put him as Justin Hawk Bradshaw on the list, but really it should just be from Bradshaw to JBL. Um, yeah. Because Justin Hawk Bradshaw was basically the Stan Hansen character. So, Yeah. No, I love it. Now, this is tough for me because, you know, sometimes my third entry on the list is, is kind of funny. It's personal, yeah. And I want to do that one. But I also, there's like 14 others that I want to do. There's a very obvious one. There's two there's, very obvious ones. One of which so is many, probably. We're going to get so many messages on social like media. Literal. There are two people who are basically carved into Mount Rushmore. That should be on this list. I got, I got them on there. There's one that that is currently possibly being carved onto Mount Rushmore that you could put on this list. So my dumbass putting Demolition Smash or the Repo Man on the list would probably be really <laughs> stupid. So I'm not going to, even though I want to. My dumbass putting cheerleader Nikki to Dolph Ziggler on the list. Yeah, yeah. Even though I want to. I really got to pick from these three major names. And as much as I want to put one and two on there, I'm going with number three because for years, everybody hated the big dog. They could not stand the big dog, Roman Reigns. We have somewhere in another computer, the whole big dog soundbite. Here comes the big dog. Now... Acknowledge me. He's the biggest star in the world. So I am putting Big Dog to Tribal Chief on the repackage list. Very, very nice. And that leaves me with. So here's my question Are you leaving off one Mount Rushmore guy, other Mount Rushmore guy, or both Mount Rushmore guys. I oh, I have six options. That's the problem. I'm sure. Because so here's what I'm just going to tell you who I'm not going to pick. I'm going to pull you. Tell you who not. Who okay. I'm not going to pick. We'll just call it the honorable mentions. I am not going to pick Glenn Jacobs. Yeah. Though, no. No Isaac Yankum to Kane. No, he's on there. I'm not going to go with my my heartfelt personal favorite. Rick Martel, no, who went okay. from training Tito Santana to the model, and then again overnight. I'm not going to do Bob Holly <laughs> because he went from sparky plug Bob Holly to one day he was hardcore Holly again the next day. Didn't even think of Bob uh, Holly. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, I'm actually, I'm not going to do uh, Dustin Rhodes slash Gold Dust, right. Uh, and that was the one that leaped companies. So yeah. there was that. So that brings me to two. That does bring you to two. No doubt Hall of Famers. I'm going to go with the one that captivated me the most when I got back into professional wrestling. And that is the man who is about to retire. He is on the verge of wrestling his final matches, um, his final match in a tag match, presumably with the Young Bucks. I'm going to go with Sting. Mm, who okay. went from... 
surfer sting to betrayed man in the rafters in the mat in a matter of two weeks in the midst of arguably the greatest storyline in the history of wrestling. Um, because it's not only that he did it, it's that he pulled it off so well, he did. Um, which means I'm leaving the undertaker off. And You're the undertaker, leaving the undertaker. We're leaving yep. off Rocky Maivia to the rock. Yep. We're leaving off the ringmaster to stone cold, Steve Austin. Yep. We're leaving off Brendan Verk to Duke Hudson. I mean, what the hell? I know we're, that was, you're leaving that was off a big one. Harlem bravado to Andre Chase. I mean, I mean, come I'm on. leaving Harley Race off for King Harley Race. Like, like I'm leaving off. Yeah, sorry, every, I'm leaving off Quang to or not Quang. Um, Savi, sorry, Quang Sultan, to Savio Vega. Yeah, the Sultan to Rikishi. To Rikishi uh, I know. Like, there's so there's many so that many. we're leaving off this list. Like, it, it's just you know, uh, Oz to Diesel. He went to Oz to Vinny Vegas to Diesel. So really, Oz to Vinny Vegas right. should be the one. Every one of Scott Hall to Razor yep. Ramon, like yep. even Kurt Hennig to Mister Perfect. Like there are just so many that that can be. Shawn Michaels. Line. Yeah, Rocker Shawn yeah, Michaels. Rocker to, Shawn. To, to, to fucking Vince McMahon to Mister McMahon. Like literally, yep. there's there's so many like. Pocket protector wearing nerd to AEW founder Tony. Con- oh wait, still the same guy. Um, but still, like, there's just literally so many, you know, that that could have been on this list. But, I, I yeah, mean, and the reason I went with Sting is because Sting really was what brought, yeah. like, fully brought me back to to wrestling in the '90s, and and the 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 way that that character like demand like such a contrast from surfer sting fun loving sting bright color sting to brooding sting that you spent two and then three hours wondering when he was gonna show up and yeah. and yeah and sometimes they did he didn't with austin but austin they showed it he, like austin was all over that program all the time you never could miss steve austin sting like you were about to say sometimes you would go three hours people would be screaming for sting we want sting he wouldn't be on the show no and the thing That's is, especially after the success of Fake Sting, they could have thrown Fake Sting yeah. up in the rafters. We would never would have known. They probably did. Oh, and we never even knew. In fact, next, the next Ask Eric Anything, I'm going to submit that question on Twitter. Did you ever use a did Fake Sting ever- in the rafters? And we had no idea. Fucking Hulk Hogan to Hollywood Hogan. Like, well, yeah. I mean, huge turn of events. Like, my goodness. See, but that I, that I could argue was a heel turn and not a repackaging. Which I guess a heel turn is a repackaging. I like that's why it's tough. It is tough because that that is a tough one. But the character changed so much that yeah, I don't think we could have avoided it. We think we would have had to allow it. But yeah, you're right. Like that is a heel turn. Cody Rhodes went through several dashing Cody Rhodes, dashing Stardust, like Stardust. I mean, literally, there's so many legacy. That, yeah, like like there's just tons. Even CM Punk, like Straight Edge Society, CM Punk was a very different. CM Punk. So Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Husky Harris to Bray Wyatt. That was one that that I had on my on my potential list as well. Um even Seth Rollins. His was more gradual over time, but like the 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 corporate Becky Lynch. Yeah. Becky Lynch to the man. I don't know. Did we call Becky Lynch that or do we like it wasn't really a repackaging, it was sort of a thing that happened. No, she went from this steampunk everything character. Got punched punch in the face to the man. Like she became Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like that's completely fair. different. No woman ever walked around calling herself the man in WWE before that. So literally forced herself into the main event of WrestleMania. Everyone thinks again, everyone thinks Charlotte was shoehorned. Nope, it was Becky. All right, I'm gonna go to another commercial and we'll come back and put this thing in order. Be right back. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out TheChairShot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, TheChairShot.com. You just made the list. All right, Patrick O'Dowd. So we have our bucket. 
We have our six. Now we got to put them in order, which might be easier than it was to actually make the six. So you get to go first. Now it is Patrick's list, which means this round he gets to go first. We'll take turns and we'll have our list in, in order of all six. So what's number one? Sting. I, I can't argue against it. I cannot. I think Sting is a great choice for number one. Um, number two, I'm just going to keep making my way back up the list, and that's going to be the transition from the big dog to the tribal chief. Oh, did I do this backwards? Um, I can't justify not making JBL next. Okay. I think you could like have. Like in, but- in my brain. I think you could have. I mean, it's hard because JBL was a world champion. Sami Zayn was not. It's, but it's it's not just that he was a world champion. It's as you as you pointed out, like literally the next fucking day. Yeah, which the same as Johnny Nitro to Johnny Morrison Mundo. But I'm still putting Fair. El Generico to Sami Zayn next on the list. Yeah, because I I would just we're, imagine how just, hard it was. We're, for we're him. just re- we just finished the reverse order at this point because I'm going to take Tony Storm over. This is the first time John we've ever Morrison. done this. This is the first time and, we've ever we've never gone in order and we've never gone in reverse order until today. We have gone in just, reverse order. Fuck. And here I'll just say fuck John Morrison. Like whatever. Fuck that guy. But still, it was a major character transformation. It overnight. was. You just made the list. So congratulations to all of you. Number one, Surfer Sting to Crow Sting. Number two, Big Dog to Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. Number three, Bradshaw to JBL. Number four, El Generico to Sami Zayn, although some will dispute this online. Number five, Tony Storm to Timeless Tony Storm. And number six, Johnny Nitro to John Morrison. All of you repackaged wrestlers. You just made the list. All right, gentlemen, you have three minutes, and you better make it good. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. The clock is ticking, and we're in the clear. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. We got three minutes, and we're out of here. So, honestly, the Judgment Day conversation would have been perfect right here, but we already did it. Some right. of the Bischoff conversation would have been perfect right here, but we already did it. So unless that was off air, I don't remember. No, the, the Bischoff conversation was off air. Oh, well. Because that was just, because that was us talking about, that was us jibber yabbing. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about it anymore anyway, so it doesn't Fine. matter. So I don't even want, know man. what to talk about with, well, you know what? We can, we, we've talked about this company all the time. We can talk about it again. This past weekend was the return of TNA Wrestling. At the Palms in Las Vegas, um, they, they didn't disappear. They just ran as Impact Wrestling and then had their first events under the TNA umbrella. They had their Hard to Kill pay-per-view. They followed up with some tapings on Sunday. Great crowds in Las Vegas. It looked really cool. Uh, it seemed like it was a great venue for pro wrestling as well. Um, you know, did, did well. Probably looked like more people than it was. It was like eleven or 1,200, but still did did very well for them there. And a lot of momentum and a lot of, of morale and, and it's kind of boosted. People are excited about TNA. Yeah. I, uh, I had to change my DVR settings uh, so that I could record it uh, because it changed its name. Here's my, here's my TNA question though. And I've brought this guy up before. I don't know if I brought him up on the show, uh, but I did bring him up. I know I brought him up in conversation within the bandwagon nerd circle of people or um, share shot circle of people. Scott Demore. Yeah. Can we just like can we just appreciate Scott Demore for for Absolutely. what he's been to for carrying the impact and now TNA banner the way that he and he's got plenty of help. One thousand percent. Of course he does. But like he's been he's been the guy. Like he's been the face of the like structure of TNA, whether that's on screen or off screen, and, and he's done so much. Like I I I think you've said it. I'm surprised he I, I'm assuming he's had opportunities to to go elsewhere and has chosen not to. I just can't imagine that with the body of work that he's put out, he hasn't had that opportunity. But I mean he's been great. 
there's an underlying thought out there. This is this is very much an ECW being kept alive by WWE situation for TNA, um, given their relationship with Endeavor. I doubt it, right. uh, um, but they have their own by a TV major network company. So not major, but the TV network company and Anthem. So, um, but yes, yeah, Scott Demore deserves all the credit in the world. My belief is that he's probably been told by someone, you know, who looks a lot like a much bigger version of Eric Young. If you saw the opening video, it's a hard to kill where Eric Young literally looked like he was doing a triple H impersonation. And I don't think that was his intention. But man, he looked like a mini Triple H. Um, I would imagine that Scott Demore knows. Look, if you ever want the job, it's yours. We'll give it to you when that time comes. But you're doing amazing things over there. So, you know, if you can keep that up, keep it up. I think Triple H and WWE probably appreciate TNA being around more than AEW, to be honest with you, because right. they're not trying to do WWE better than WWE. I literally saw people. Be- they brought back the tunnel entrance for TNA yeah. for hard to kill. I haven't, I haven't seen anything yet. They brought back the tunnel entrance, only one tunnel, but they brought back the tunnel entrance. Cause you know, they always had it in the impact zone. People mm-hmm. literally said they were ripping off AEW yeah. with the tunnel entrance. That's, that's as if that's TNA didn't AEW have that shit for people. years. Right. That this is, and this is, yeah, I don't want to make this about AEW, but that's that is indicative of it is. Of, of the the like group think tribalism that exists. Absolutely, is that like TNA, TNA wrestling has been around for ever in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Like what twenty years now? Yeah, I mean, it Over started after Ring of Honor did, but right, and so yeah, it's probably like right at twenty or whatever. It's coming so, up on that. Yeah, it's coming up on. Because I remember seeing, I remember I stumbling 2002, across 2002, 2003. Yeah. So yeah, in a, in a few more years. So if 2003, then it's been 21 years. So I just remember when when we were working at UConn, I remember stumbling upon it on like a Fox Sports channel. Yep. And I remember I remember that was back in the day when they had the timed match with the judges that would watch the match if it did if it didn't come to its conclusion. I remember the reason I stopped is I was like, holy shit, that's Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. Like, what's Kevin what is this that Kevin Nash is doing? And that's that's how I learned about Christopher Daniels. That's how I first learned about AJ Styles. I didn't learn about AJ Styles in New Japan. Uh that's so many, you know, that's so Ron Killings was in was was in there uh forever. Jeff Jarrett, for whatever it was worth, there he was. Such it's such a I think I feel like it's such a feel-good moment in story, and I hope that that momentum continues. And I just go back to Scott Demore. Uh, good good on you for keeping this thing up and afloat and going and and making good wrestling programming that is truly all your own that is not trying to do anything other than exist as wrestling as as an alternative to what is out there and he's doing it and people love people have said nothing but good things for working for them since he took over um and it's just it seems like it seems like there's something there so check it out people if you haven't checked out TNA um, and you've just dismissed dismissed it because you remember the dark days of impact. I can't even check it out now. It's no longer on YouTube TV. The access is no longer on YouTube oh. TV. I don't think it has. Well, I'll, I'll keep checking it out for us. Yes, it's please my, keep checking my... it out. Uh, I mean, it, I don't know how t- what TNA Plus is going to look like. Um, I haven't checked that out yet to see if it's it, if it's a worthwhile thing. But I'm excited that they're there. I'm excited that they're doing what they're doing, and and they've had a lot of great talent and things going on um you know Dolph Ziggler showing up there as Nick Nemeth and presumably signing with them since he did rip off the shirt and had the TNA shirt under, on underneath they did tease heading into hard to kill one of the biggest signings in the history of the company so seems like that could be could be a thing um I'm excited for them I think it's gonna be fantastic and all the things that they're doing uh, I, I think it'll be great and I look forward to what the future looks like and good on them man good on TNA for for doing all the things that they've done and being all the things that they've been talk about, you know, repackaging and, and all that, like 
If we were doing wrestling entities, they would have been the first item that I would have put on the list just because they're both timely and major. Like they went to, to the gimmick and then went back to the old gimmick, um, but did it in a brand new way. And I'm excited, just excited overall for it. I think it's great. And, and I hope that they continue. And, you know, here's to 20 more crazy years for, for this little, little engine that could, they will probably outlive AEW. Like that's an unpopular it's, statement, they, but I'm, they've survived. They survived. They, had, they outlive, everyone's they talking outlive. about right now. Like if, if a, if W, if Warner brothers picks up Ron drops, AEW and AEW has to go to a lesser cable thing that they're screwed. I, I mean, well, TNA went without television at one point. So right. anyway, that's how the long, show. How, how long was WCW on the air? Like WCW? Uh, 93. To like 2001, so eight years. So they outlasted WCW. Oh, big time. Ring of Honor outlasted WCW at all outlasted. But anyway, we thank you for listening. Going to sign off. Enjoy. Acknowledge me. You just made the list. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.